You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Cannabis with the extra bass, man. Extra bass. Yeah. Let's talk about Barry some White news. Style. Barry White. I don't know. I get it. No, that's too low, man. That shit will fuck up your speakers. <laughs> but no, guys, we're hanging out. We're going to talk some news. All types of news. Good news, bad news, funny news, whatever you want. But all cannabis related. I'd say 90% of the time it's all cannabis related. Sometimes there's some absolutely what other news is there you know i had a grow guru came to uh, work a couple days ago and he's like did you hear about the big you know whatever event that happened here or there and i was like nope i don't don't know how i hear (laughs) about that it wasn't on dudegrows.com sorry but man i'm kind of proud that i'm not uh, you know whatever inundated with that crap you know it's definitely divisive let's think about the news this morning how it's just so much easier to make two sides of something. To convince one, you know, one side to get along, so much easier as a strategy to divide. Because then you got, oh, if you don't like this, you'll certainly like that. You know, if you don't like Coke, we you can sell you, you Pepsi. You don't start your day with a, a joint and a little bit of Fox News, a little bit That's of That's what I mean. It's crazy just to see, like, <laughs> Fox News is trying to go after one half of the audience, and then, you know, MSNBC goes after the other half. And between the two of them, let them fight, and that'll occupy them for a while. Yeah, I usually check the news, like the, the I don't know, the Google News page once a day for five minutes. It's about, about make sure nothing like, you know. And it like, freaks me out. A little bit. I don't I pick and choose what I'm going to have come in there. But, you know, we'll have, especially with the current state of affairs with the elections and all that. But It seems very obvious who's buying and paying for who. I mean, think about it, man. We, we actually had a shout out to Bud McLovin, gave us a, gave us a little tough love. He said was a lot of uh, product talk on the last show and whatnot. And I was trying to explain that it's a slippery slope when you get sponsors and, you, you know, we pay salaries and, and want to grow this into something legitimate. And then you start getting these supporters and it's a slippery slope. You know, you got to make sure that you're true. That's why I promote you know membership so much and being audience supported because that then you there's no conflict you're true to the to the dgc you know you're true to your audience uh think about what these you know msnbc or or you know whatever fox when you know one of these candidates comes in and says oh you know hey i'm hillary clinton's person and i want to do an eight million dollar buy you know i'm gonna buy eight million dollars worth of commercials does that make you want to go, if you're the boss or the manager, do you want to go tell your people to, to really railroad Hillary Clinton? Or do you want to say, hey, maybe take <laughs> it easy. Maybe she really is still alive. You know what I'm nice. saying, man? It's just uh, you got to wa- watch where, where, you're, uh, you know, where, you're, where you're getting paid from, man. That usually explains a lot. You got to know yeah. where your job is at, to quote Led Zeppelin, homie. 
Yes. Well, let's do a prime time support. Actually, executive producer, man, you picked Sonoma Gold today because what, we got meme bombed. Is <laughs> yeah. this what happened? I know you said it was something like drunk dialing, man. It was uh, you just making meme after meme. A couple, I guess it was last night. I think there was ten that I counted. And I got to be honest, one's funnier than the next. So thank you so much. Uh, people do listen to the show. They listen to the things we say. And, uh, man, the memes make me laugh my ass off every morning I wake up and look at them. So shout out to you. Respect, my friend. Hell yeah. I love it, man. If you guys want to do some dudegrows.com forward slash meme or just scroll down on the homepage, you'll find the, the meme section. So A way to earn nugs. You know, just a, just a simple way to earn some nugs. And I do have a couple of dudes yelling at me because I was late on the format today because I was so busy kind of working out a couple of uh, of uh, prospects for the nug vault, man. So I want to start loading up that nug vault. I think I got a couple ideas. So stay tuned, all y'all. <laughs> I was just laughing at some of those memes, too. Yes. Uh, before we get into the news, primetime supporter, uh, Source Vapes. If you guys haven't dug on some Source of Vapes yet with your fine concentrates, uh, and use coupon code DUDE over there. It's uh, D-U-D-E. Write it down to remember. Coupon code DUDE. Uh, get a little bit off at checkout and help support the show a little bit. Man, and I think I got a contest for Source Vapes, man. You know, it should be for them, though, man. What's the best thing you've traded for a Source Vapes? Yeah. <laughs> There's a current contest going on, right? It's for Source Vapes. We're supposed to announce it next show on Wednesday. Not next, absolutely. but Wednesday show. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a meme contest. The current meme contest is for okay. a free Source Vapes or, a, you know, the winner gets a Source Vapes. Uh, of our choosing, and I think we only have really nice ones. I think all we got left now, is those those pro I gotta clarify, if you're creating a meme for the Source Vapes contest, you only create one meme, correct? I don't know. Are you I letting mean, somebody... Cr- you can create as can many they- as you want, I guess. If they say if it's a Source Vapes meme, then it'll get posted. And then count up all the the likes? It's individually, per, per meme. So whichever person... Not, it, yeah, not, it's not cumulative. It's a per meme. So, if somebody yeah. does, you know, ten, ten. Okay, so if they make six memes about source apes, they can't count. No, they the don't. Likes. They don't all get counted it together. Got to no. go for one per the best meme. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right on. Well, yeah. Let's get into it. So man. it happens when you make okay. up the rules while smoking weed, while on the air. Yes, definitely. Got. Uh, well, you know, I got the flow going. It's just kicking in now. It was my first smoke of the day, actually, before the show, and that's the one that gets you a little bit, man. But. I'll be ready to handle it. We're going to talk. This is kind of, I think this is good. I don't know if this is good news or what. You guys can let us know. It's titled, Phoenix Police Chief says three officers resign after forcing teen to eat marijuana. Okay, now I'm looking here, and there's some interesting pictures here, man. Like, one of these kids looks like he's about 18. Richard Pena, he looks like the kid that got forced to eat the marijuana. He's got this weird shit-eating grin on his face. (laughs) The other two guys look like fucking my older brother Chet, man. Eat this. Uh, Eat it. Huh. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, that looks like the the super troopers. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. What the so, fuck, man? They resigned. What they said they did, uh, they pulled over for a traffic violation at 3.30 in the morning a couple few days ago. A 19-year-old Phoenix man. They didn't say what the traffic violation was. See, I used to eat the marijuana before I got pulled over. You know? Fuck. If those lights go <laughs> yes. on, this shit's going in my mouth, man. So the officer's video cameras were turned off and did not record the incident, of course. How convenient. Um, sometimes, sometimes that um, happens. But he told a, a patrol supervisor later that the officers demanded he eat the marijuana, which was estimated to be about a gram. 
I look, to I've uh, totally to eaten the gram just because the state trooper was behind me a little too close. So what? Where'd the deal go bad? Because it says the man reported feeling ill after ingesting. Yeah, I mean that the seems like they properly dosed him. Actually, man, I like that. <laughs> of unknown potency, but he didn't need any medical attention. Um, and we've said before how you really shouldn't be getting screwed up off of eating non or you know bud that hasn't been decarboxylated, but uh, or very little, man, like very low potency. Right. So basically, it sounds like he ate it, but somehow he's still. Did he still end up in jail? It says later he later told a patrol supervisor. So I don't. If he didn't make it to jail, I hope this ends with he, the guy saying busted, something like, "I should deal. at least get my gram of weed back." I mean, the article isn't specific here to say that he was detained. It said the officers' cameras were turned off. He had a vac- the man whose uh, whose name was not released was issued a citation and had his car towed. Oh, that's. But I'm sucks. wondering. I'm wondering if so he ate it and then he didn't go to jail, but then he later called the uh, patrol supervisor. I mean, that's, he's kind of breaking his end of the deal. Isn't that like kind of a bonus? Would you rather have a police officer say, you eat this, Graham, or I'm going to write you up for a bunch of different shit? Yeah, hey. Eating, right? If, you're you're you going to think, hey, it, this guy might not be that bad. Yeah, if you eat it, then you're not in possession of it. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I've definitely had cops that look at me with a bowl before and be like, hey, not yours, not yours, you know? I don't know what to tell you. You know, it really depends on how you react, man. Maybe he said, just well, get rid of it. He I'm goes, saying. make I... it disappear. I don't know. I, why, I cannot believe that this kid is bitching about having to eat a gram of marijuana instead of going to jail. <laughs> That's what I would say. I wouldn't. I mean, granted, if it was a lot more, it could become an issue having too much, I don't know, fiber in your tummy, whatever. But so these I would have gladly ate it. Wow, three... But I don't know why he got his car towed either. So he's, you know, we don't have the full story. We don't, he's probably kind of pissed. Three cops resigned over this shit. And then another guy got demoted to sergeant. The lieutenant got demoted. This must be like some weird cover up shit where like Something a big good old going boys on. club where they just fucking laughed about it, tried to cover it up, then finally got busted. We're like, fuck right, you, I'm out of here, Let's move man. on, then. I'm out of here. We need, we need more details, but pretty funny shit. All right. So the marijuana advocates are bringing the 420 games to Colorado, or marijuana advocates, so not, not, not a specific group, but just in general. Ah, uh, holy shit, so man. The, the whole what? fucking autoplay thing. That was just the 420 games actually has an autoplay of, like, an exhale. Just that my fucking speakers are really loud. It's just like a poof. Freak me the fuck out. Oh, at the four. Yeah. This is over uh, the the site, which seems to be. It was earlier. I don't know if it's working good now either, but uh, 420games.org. Okay. And they have an event that features running 4.2 miles, man, in distance, as well as other activities On that include. Weed. That include yoga. So let's, let's see. Should we get the event details? They're going to be in Denver, uh, actually, this Saturday. And then they're going to be in Boulder next Saturday. And uh, it's not, they, they say, you know, obviously we're not looking for a bunch of people to come and, you know, use cannabis respectively, you know, according to the law. Don't just come and think we're going to have a smoke out while we're running our 4.2 miles. But uh, let me give you I the mean, schedule here. I mean, how the fuck can you run 4.2 miles without smoking weed? That's what I want to know. Well, this is uh, locations at Berkeley Lake Park. Not sure where that is. But there will be some food trucks. It's $20 now if you guys want to participate. $40 if you do it at the event. And here's the schedule. Just It's kind of funny just to let you know. 8 a.m., check-in opens. That's a little early for the 420 games. Uh, 8.30 a.m., guys, you can get your yoga on. At 9 o'clock a.m., the run starts. 
And then at 10 a.m., there's a medal ceremony. All right, every one um, of those things, yoga and running, I don't think I've ever done. Like, it's never occurred to me to go to yoga or go running without getting super fucking high first. You know? This is just weird. Let's just listen to how small the event. I mean, I don't know what, it's cool, but they have the, you get there at eight, you do some yoga for half an hour, the run starts at nine, it's over at 10. Then there's some um, reggae at 10.30 a.m., and then the event's over at noon with uh, medals. You know what? I and do appreciate like it, man. You know, we, it's such a trap to think that everybody is just like you. Um, and we are talking always about breaking the stoner stereotype. We're going to have a story later on about Rick Steves, who absolutely breaks the stoner stereotype. So this is a bunch of people that are saying, that, you know, you don't talk about us being tired. We are fucking, We are the stoner stereotype, man. Shit, you know, these guys, runners and yoga, you know, people that are doing yoga that are really keeping themselves that are using cannabis as as a, uh, you know, for health. Th- that's who I think is going to show up here. And for them to, you know, I mean, they, <laughs> they self-select by making it at 8 a.m. OK. Yeah, I agree. It's got like, these are a cool T-shirt here. Maybe they're, just, they're brand building a little bit, too. It's you know, cool, they got though. I like the here. idea of that power plant together. fitness. I like that called Power Plant Fitness. That's kind of a cool shirt. I have to look into that. See, they got me. I'm gonna buy a T-shirt. Yeah, Power Plant Fitness. I do like that. That is cool as shit. All right, check out the 420 games if you guys want to go run. I haven't ran in forever, and I we do still. I don't know who I was talking <laughs> about. It was you the other day. I refused to run, dude. The oh, last man, time I... I ran was with you in Florida, and we both lived there. And I probably, I think that was 2001, my friend. That's the yeah, last it's time not I can good. remember running. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's it's not good that running. No, yeah. I try to be a fit person, man, but I can bike my butt, my ass off. You know, I could go out and we did a, I forgot what we called it one day, me and my buddy. But anyway, uh, running is very rough. Yeah. When joints, but... I remember feeling like little Ralphie. My legs don't know how to be as long as yours. <laughs> yeah. So we got a little bit of news here. Uh, this is the good news. First, let's talk about Lieutenant Commander Dudefellow. Send it to Link real quick. Ties in with this number three. It's the second link down there. And it says that um, the Ag uh, Attorney General here in Colorado did issued, not issued, but Colorado bought a bunch of these kits. Well, I'm waiting for this thing to, to load. It's being rough on me. Are you going off format, me. dude? Because, you know, I've got an Attorney General story in here, dude. Uh, what is it about? Is it about the kits for, for uh, opiate overdose? No, it's about him okay. admitting that pot is not a gateway drug. But those two things kind of okay, do cool. make sense. Like he's sitting there going, "Fuck, I got to give out kits for opiate overdoses. I'm not. I don't give a shit about pot, man. Stay with pot. You'll be fine." Well, right. no, it's not the same one, but I got it here. It's okay. The Attorney General offices is buying 2,500 uh, overdose drug kits to help police emergency responders confront Colorado's opiate epidemic. And so they're just like, that's a bit of kits. We've had 6,900 drug overdoses since 06. Um, And it says nearly 265,000 will be used to buy kits of Narcan, a nasal form of the drug Nalexone that reverses overdoses. So we're well aware. That's scary, man. I mean, man, I was reading one of my marketing books and they were just talking about how this guy, it was was actually a book about habits and how this guy changed his life, man. And this guy was like, he ended up being an executive at Starbucks and he started with like having two junky parents that died from overdose within like a week of each other. And I mean, you want to talk about like just a mess and just just disgusting, man. So yeah, it's just gross. That whole epidemic is gross and... You know, we do stories about the Kratom and whatnot. It really does seem like they just don't want to do anything about it. I mean, how long does it have to continue for? 
Well, you know, uh, obviously, incest therapeutics, which we've talked about before in the show, doesn't want cannabis to help the situation because this was a story titled Medical Marijuana Seems to Reduce Deaths from Pharmaceuticals. A new study adds evidence that patients are substituting marijuana for opiates. So this goes in to say incest therapeutics, and we cover this in the show, that's an Arizona-based pharmaceutical company, became the biggest financial supporter of the campaign against marijuana legalization in that state. And they make the oral spray that delivers the opiate painkiller fentanyl and plans to market another one that contains drobinol, a synthetic version of THC, which we laughed at. Like, what the hell? One of the DGC showed, uh, sent me a picture on Google Plus of a fentanyl patch and goes, I was on this shit for years, man, and they just wanted to keep me on it forever. So what happens when you are in severe pain, and uh, <clears throat> there was an excellent Joe Rogan episode a couple of days ago about this. If you can catch it, it was this nutritionist was on, and uh, they were just talking about how American doctors and the medicine, they don't want to like prevent anything, man. They just want to treat it after the fact. You know, so you go in with this, you know, crazy back pain, terrible back pain, and they're just going to treat you. So here, take this opiate. It doesn't work anymore. Here's a stronger one. All right, here's one so strong you got to take it in a patch because if you take a pill of it, it'll fucking kill you, you know? Yeah, that's intense. Uh, the study that they, they did do uh, is a new study suggests INSYS has good reason to worry. In an article published last week by the American Journal of Public Health, Columbia University epidemiologist June Kim and her colleagues report that fatal fatally injured drivers interesting like test like how they did this fatally injured drivers are less likely to test positive for opioids in state that allow medical marijuana use that finding together with the results of earlier studies indicates that making marijuana legally available to patients saves lives by reducing their consumption of more dangerous medications so i guess like i know it's probably standard man when you have a fatal accident um, and the person's dead, you're going to test what's in their system. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. You want to see if they're fucked so up? So the fact that that's pretty cool that, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't think fatal accidents are cool, but in states where medical marijuana is allowed, they find less opiates in people that just crashed their car and died. Or none, you know, and that, that, that's an interesting correlation there by June Kim of Columbia University. It is, She's man. She's an epidemiologist, man. What's an epidemiologist specifically? Do you know? Because I can say it pretty well. Epidemiologist. I don't know what that is, man. All right. Well, she did a good job. <laughs> that word so, escapes me, man. Just hearing all this, having myself an addictive personality to things, it's like I've never been attracted to opiates, pills, coke, and I guess, I mean, I have, don't get me wrong, I have my other fixes. I drink too much beer. I love weed. Um, and yeah, but it's, I guess it's good. I get, I don't know. My brain's working right somewhere with what I choose to put in my body. I think it goes with the also circumstances, man. I remember always like when I lived down in South Florida, when you lived there, I don't know if you were there, but we were partying, I think maybe even camp in Key West and ended up having some type of pill, recreational opiate pills when I was drinking and it just made me puke, sure. put me on my ass. It's like, dear God, but I do not need, I, I get, I'm happy enough feeling the buzz I have from either alcohol or my cannabis are both combined. Why do I want to add more to that shit? That's my point. Is Here's what it comes down to is cannabis offers you a nice buzz, a consistent nice buzz. And if you can accept that that's the buzz you get, you know, maybe you want to drink a couple beers and get a little buzz, you know, a little cannabis, um, and that's it, you know. But what happens is there's 
two different kinds of people. One, one type of person says, I'm satisfied with that. That's okay. That's my little escape. And another person says, oh, I love that. Let's go chase it. Let's get more. You know, and if you always are looking for more and more, then you got some problems. You know, you're going to have a hard time, you know, chasing that that buzz. But if you're satisfied, me, I come out, I got, you know, I got kids and stuff like that. I don't want to be completely fucked up. You know, for me, I might drink a couple Coronas at night with my wife. I might come out and sneak a couple bong hits. It's, you know, a, a buzz that takes the edge off, makes me laugh and have happy. And you know, when I come home with a big scratch in the car, my wife comes home with a big scratch in the car. Yesterday, I closed the hood on my car. My old, thank God it's an old piece of shit Subaru. And I just left. Like, I had the fuse box off, left the cap of the fuse box off. And my wife uh. just cl- dropped the hood. And it just, like made like a crumple in the hood my wife just goes oh my god what did you do and it's just being a dumbass you know it was dark out you know i was trying to put a fuse in at night and i was like oh my god you know i just crumpled the hood i could see really freaking the fuck out about that and being really angry you know i said oh man what a dumbass i am you know and that was it you know i mean that's that's why i i'm a dumbass i'm attributing that to you know i think that Getting a little buzz on every day, being able to go out and relax when I need to, uh, keeps me centered and grounded. Doesn't keep me from freaking the fuck out, you know? Damn it. Damn it. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> man, I had this girlfriend that told me one time she was at the gym, and she found this guy, man. He was fucking all juiced up or something, and he was whipping the machines with a towel, rat towel on the machines, and going, garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Gar- <laughs> what? Interesting. I know, man. I just I wanted to be there. I wanted to see that guy. But I want to be the opposite of that, man. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's break another. Hey, in epidemiology, I looked it up. Is the study and analysis of the patterns, causes, and effects of health and disease conditions in defined populations? It's the cornerstone of public health and shapes policy decisions and evidence-based practice by identifying risk factors for disease and targets for preventative health care. Do you know what it sounds like kind of a fun job? I might switch up my career path here and become an epidemiologist. Yeah, I still don't know what it is after that, man. Well, this next idle art idle article need to smoke a little bit more. Can marijuana really reduce pot bellies and obesity? I'm trying. And, I'm trying. I'm dude. And this is over just not Forbes. smoking enough, man. Ooh. And this is uh, by a Forbes contributor, and his name is Bruce Lee. And yes, he is Asian, <laughs> and he is sick of his name. <laughs> He's like, awesome. guys, I've heard all the jokes. I've heard everything. I've tried to get my name changed. Anyway, it's pretty funny. All right, dude, where's my fat? So, attention, daily marijuana users. According to a recent published study, you may be more likely to have a lower body mass index or less likely to be obese or overweight than non-users. Do you got that? All right. I like it, man. They got uh, <laughs> they got a quotes in here. I haven't even seen. Is it worth me seeing uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? I don't know, man. Sometimes I don't like those type of stereotypes. Like, I never really saw that movie, man, because uh, I don't know. Is that shit so played out? It's gotta, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen I mean, it. It's got to be more than like, uh, we're smoking weed, man. You know, it's just got to be more than that for me, man. Yeah, they did a study. University of Miami researchers determined that in a sample of over 13,000 people, women who do the dope daily had an average BMI approximately 3.1% lower than non-users. Huh. Men 
who had the herb each day had BMIs approximately 2.7% lower than of non-users. Interesting. That says another earlier study of the Inuit population published obes- in obesity biology and integrated philo- physiology. Do, do you get that? I think I do get that publication. Obesity, biology, and integrated physiology. <laughs> Look, sometimes right? I find the chicks oddly attractive in that magazine, okay? I don't know why. I'm just saying. They found, I, I, didn't, I didn't click on the link to try and read this study, but that pot users were on average thinner and had lower blood glucose levels. So, interesting. You know why I think it is? This is like when we get ready to do the show sometimes, Scotty will totally just forget that he needs to eat. But have you <laughs> I ever did been, that today, though? by the way. <laughs> Have you? Did you ever get? I get. I can be really hungry, and then be like, all right, hold on. You know, I'm gonna eat something good. I'm looking forward to it. So then I'm like, I'm gonna get really high before. Well, not really high. I'm just gonna get high before I eat because I. It makes my. I enjoy eating a little bit more. Like I just. Oh, this is gonna be good. I'm like, I don't know. It looks better maybe. But then I'll forget to eat for another half hour, forty minutes because I'm pretty high. But that don't make um, you skinnier. You know, like my dad was had big big pot belly and he would eat like once or twice a day. But just terrible food and a ton of it. I'm, I, I got a I got a theory in my head. What if people that smoke cannabis are more open thinkers? You know, they're willing to use you know more innovative things. You know, the what do they call it? The SAD, the SAD diet, the standard American diet. It's not so good for you. You know, it's more made for like factories to pump out food and for you to be able to keep a a whole shitload of food in your cupboard for a couple hundred bucks than it is to be really good for you. So I I wonder if people that and, you know, and also, you know, think about alcohol really isn't very good for you. Those are kind of like the things, you know, alcohol is the, you know, the the buzz of the standard American diet. So what if these people are thinking, hey, man, uh, a little outside the box, I'll smoke weed. Hey, that, you know. They told me that that was bad and they were wrong about that. Maybe gives them a little bit more of a, I'm thinking maybe they're a little bit more free thinkers, you know, so they're out there exploring organic foods or, you know, vegetable, you know, more vegetables or, you know, whole foods or whatever. Well, could be. here's the, the science. And, and then this is another, I know you probably get all these journals uh, conducted by the researchers from Yale, published in the journal Nature. Uh, Fuck you. You know what, man? Nature, it really does do an awesome podcast, and I listened to it last night to fall asleep. Uh, Anybody that likes podcasts, just just, just Google or whatever. Just search nature in your podcatcher, and you will find a lot of interesting stuff there. Well, they were giving mice cannabis and found that this suppressed their hypothalamic pro-opi... It's not the Mubagodin or whatever. That is, there's anyway, they... Opamelacoration neurons? Let's just say in abbreviations, it suppressed their POMC neurons. Okay. And POMC neurons are a group of nerve cells in the brain that seem to tell you that you are full or at least not hungry. Thus, apparently, your brain on weed says full. You know, yeah. so it's kind I of I got to tell you, man, the smoking a lot of weed. I went to a Longhorn Steakhouse last night. It was actually a real treat, man. Delicious place just opened up. And, uh, of course, I'm super stoned when I get there. So I ordered a big fat steak. And when it comes, I can't eat the whole thing. You might be on to something there, dude. Yes. I always eat. I, not always. I rarely do like that bomb out meal. I typically am eating five times a day. Um is how I, I roll, but I have that luxury, I guess, being that I'm not on a super, you know, 
tight schedule or I can I can be flexible with it. You got to be able to carry some food with you though. You got to be willing to eat granola bars. Yeah, the dude's doing the right thing, man. You're doing the right thing over there. Let's Scotty's take a got break, the sad man. Diet. <laughs> Check all this out at dudegrows.com, episode 298. Comment on if you like, get your questions in over there for Grow Talk on Monday. Uh, just scroll on down, try and log in, uh, submit your question, and put in there who it's from. Because when you guys just do it and we see that it's admin or whatever, I like to give some credit and know who's posting and doing stuff, et cetera. So, Dude, yeah, you got to log uh, in, man. It's so easy. I mean, you can make an account for free. It takes like two seconds. We don't ask for any ID or anything like that. Just uh, whatever email, I think, is what you need. But, um, yeah, just go make an account. And then that way, you know, you put make yourself a name. And because I got a couple of things in the works, too, that I'm going to – going to be doing some things where you're going to want to get credit you know big nugs coming man major awards are coming is that a good teaser that works guys we will be right back with some more cannabis news all right Got my strains from JR Token, straight up Oregon bling. Started stacking on the trichomes, gonna yield really big. But each time I try to get them scaled up right, losses don't grow more than six plants, and don't you use a real light. So to the lawman and the preachers, just about everybody else, it shouldn't be against the law to grow some weed for yourself. Maybe it's the civilized way You're free to buy your ganja But you're gonna have to pay Every visit to the store Them grams are higher priced Cause them $80.8s, baby They just don't feel right So to the mothers and the voters And just about everybody else It shouldn't be against the law To grow some weed for yourself This medicine is a total fucking breakthrough. 
So start by voting with your hard-earned dollars And show respect to those who took the time to bother By pushing cannabis rights Now let's grow some more But we can grow a better world from the old one And always add a little weed to make it more fun Because we always need to grow some This is, I was leading with my news. Are we still in my news? Uh, yes, we, are, we are, man. Number six. We're going to the Idaho border right now. You know, I actually that heard happened. Idaho is really nice. You know, so you want to be, I think of Napoleon Dynamite when I think of Idaho. But, uh, yeah, I heard it was really nice. Well, this is, uh, hopefully, this is Washington Marijuana Stores setting up near Idaho border. We had this happen in Colorado, too. We set up, somebody set up, I don't know if they're still there, right near... I think the Nebraska border, maybe. Uh, but regardless, this is Moscow, Idaho. That so legal nice. marijuana isn't coming to Idaho anytime soon, but it's getting closer to the state. Um, so the marijuana store allowed by the Washington State Liquor and Cannabis Board plans to set up shop less than one mile yes. from the Idaho border. Um, Whitman, Whitman County Commissioner Michael Largent says he believes the store is opening so close to Idaho to target the Moscow market oh, for marijuana <laughs> where marijuana is still illegal. Moscow Police Chief James Fry says he may contact the shop's owner, Premium Roast LLC. Yes! <laughs> Dude, I and love this see, world we live in, my friend. See Don't pay attention what, to the what bad they're news, thinking. man. There's so much good news to make you smile in this world. Fry, Sergeant Fry, Police Chief Fry, says there, there's been people caught in Idaho with marijuana packaged and sold in Washington, but hasn't been a large number of violations. I mean, it's gonna be hilarious when they open up. We're gonna have a Sergeant for or, sorry, keep Chief Fry. Yeah, so Chief Fry, Fry. I like him already. Chief Fry is coming into premium roast. What you boys plan on doing over here? <laughs> Dude, this sounds like nothing that but obeying uh, HBO show. Yeah, nothing but obeying the uh, Washington laws, officer. You know, because they're not doing anything wrong, right? Hell yeah. yeah I mean, a granted. I'm telling you, it sounds like, remember we were going to make our own TV show about the, uh, about, about the, uh, dis, uh, when the, the, the delivery person, a cannabis delivery person, and then somebody came over and was like, sorry, H- yeah. HBO beat you to it, man. They're already making a show like that. <laughs> so I've been rethinking, Just, man. Actually, all right, I got it. Did you see um, this, this story that I got here? Police, four men escape after being enslaved on California pot farm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. change that to women and make those women hot, and that's going to be what my new TV show is going to be about. <laughs> kind of like a survivor type thing, you know? Uh-huh. You with me, man? Any investors, bro? I am bro? with you. Scott at realgrowers.com. Hit me up. Come on. But for real, you just I, would you be comfortable buying, um, you know, from that shop on the border and driving right back over? You know, I mean, I, the police can't be there all the time. And just pull. I I believe they technically hey, just because when you, you go into stuff, that shop, put it in your mouth. Uh, well, 
what if you have, you know, your dash cam or audio rolling, you know, it's simple enough for people that do that that day. I'm talking like you're you personally, not law enforcement. Right. You leave the shop. I mean, obviously that you're not going to say what you're doing. Um, maybe you just went in there. Obviously you went in that shop to ask for directions. You no, didn't need cannabis. You, you don't, you don't violate any, you don't, you know, cross the line. You drive absolutely perfect and you just get pulled over anyway, which I guess this is where, you know, there's always that, well, what'd you pull him over for in court? Yeah. He went over, he swerved over the line a little bit. I'm telling you, Yeah, but I'm not going to say they can't technically anus, just pull you friend. over. Hey, they technically can't just pull you over because you went to that pot anus. shop. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't want to do it, but uh, I hear you. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, you got some man. news now. It depends how bad they want to bust you. You know, I mean, is it one of those things where this could be just like speeding tickets? You know what I mean? Where there's certain places you no, go. No, it depends on how that meeting goes with Chief Fry and Premium Roast. Yeah, what because if, if Chief they cut Fry a deal is under like, the table? Know, we're giving two. We're not, it's not a jailable offense. It's a two hundred and fifty dollars civil fine payable by credit card. Right there, we got these new swipe machines. They're pretty cool. So Chief yeah. Chief Fry might want to say that. You know, I just got to give Fry five percent. Good old boys. They never mean no harm. All right, what you got in the news, man? Coloradans regret legalizing marijuana, new poll says. No, it says... Uh, voters see... <laughs> it says, do they? This is from the cannabis. Oh, okay, you're right. Good po- may Turn it into a question instead of a statement. That is very uh, important. Uh, the cannabis actually has some very slick headline writers. Somebody went to a, a workshop for that, man. <laughs> but, uh, right on. Well, what's going on with this? Yeah, it's, it just says... Uh, uh, politicians and anti-pot groups are saying Colorado have buyer's remorse when it comes to legal marijuana. But a new poll finds the opposite is true. And what this poll found is that the uh, uh, people think that uh, that cannabis is really a boon. The same way it absolutely is to, to the community. I mean, before legal cannabis came, rec- recreational cannabis, I'll even say just medical Man, there was a lot of empty commercial buildings in uh, in Fort Collins, uh, and just even in Denver. I'll say definitely, man. You could get now. They took these uh, the worst zones, the the places where these guys couldn't get rent. You know, they were just you know, just the the least desirable places for warehouses, uh, even for just shopping centers and stuff. I know one shopping center that's currently it stores the overstock of used cars from a close a car dealership. And uh, it yeah. used to have a dispensary there, you know? Damn, feels like a John Cougar Mellencamp song, man. There used to be a dispensary right there <laughs> back in America. No, but uh, I'm just saying, it, it really is. Think about all the warehouses. Warehousing is at such a premium in these, in these cannabis zones. And do you think that they make the cannabis zones the, uh, you know, the fanciest zones? Uh, you know, the, you think on the 16th Street Mall where everybody's going, the biggest tourist place is the cannabis zone? Honestly, it is now. I saw a rec shop there front and center. But no, it, it, you know, before it was like, oh, you can only be zoned in this area. Well, it's the area where we can't fucking rent shit, man. The area that needs investment put into it. And so cannabis came in and threw a lot of money into cleaning up places and renting places. And dude, if you got a commercial building, we got my buddy, our buddy has a commercial building. And when that shit sits vacant, Man, he, he ain't making no money, man. He ain't doing so good. This shit costs him a lot of money every month, man. So it's not good for the economy when, uh, you know, when the, all this commercial buildings uh, sit empty and whatnot. And I just want to say cannabis absolutely caused a real estate boom in this town and in this state. 
And uh, shit, I know that, you know, houses go up. Houses are hard to find. A legitimate house is hard to find. Houses with a basement, boom. What, is that a coincidence? That suddenly everybody <laughs> wants a house with a basement? Yeah, it's definitely, you know, if I were to be asked in this, they said they went around and, and polled some people, and 47% said legal cannabis has been good. 39% said it's been bad. 9% said, eh, no real impact. And then 6% said, huh? What are you talking about? They weren't sure. Oh, no. But Which is, they, it uh, should be a yes, man, because those guys are stunned. Yeah, they basically, you know, it says 51% of respondents said they would oppose a measure to repeal the amendment. So it's still fairly close numbers. I think it just depends on who you are, what situations might have happened to you. I would have just said, like, man, yeah, I mean, the more people burning down, the world's a better place. Good to go. Um, regardless of all the other fact, uh, you know, regardless of the financial factors in it and uh, uh, real estate. But, you know, you could have the people that really wanted that real estate. They really wanted to have their, their metal shop there. And they're like, I can't afford the freaking price per square foot because all these damn growers repeal this shit. I don't but, know, you know, man. I don't know. It depends. Like I said, some people are, are, are like that for sure. But They made it in zones, though. It's not like it's taken over everywhere. It's just these No, zones. I agree. It's typically. And when people get, it's it's what it is, like when people get desperate enough, they'll take the weed money. And now, but I, I love it because we've been good neighbors for the last five, six, seven years. I seen it. I was at 16th Street Mall with my kid, you know, taking her to Hot Topic or whatever the fuck, the PacSun, which is interesting. You ever go on the PacSun on weed? But it's, What's that? It's just some fake, oh, fake surf shop. that's a store in the mall. Oh, you're at the mall. I'm at the 16th Street Mall, which is an outdoor mall. You know what okay. it is. It's, yeah, you know, gotcha. it's this big touristy thing. And um, as soon as I walked out, I mean, front and center, 16th Street and whatever the hell that is. I don't know what the streets are down there. Glen Arm or something. It says uh, uh, dispensary. Right there at dispensary. It says rec and uh, a medical rec. Right right on the big, uh, you know, big uh, neon sign. And I was like, that's fucking cool. It's cool that they allow them to come right front and center. I mean, there's fucking bars everywhere. Why, why shouldn't there, you know, there's plenty of restaurants serving terrible food for you. Shit, that's probably the least dangerous thing out of all, out of, all of those. <laughs> probably right. I was reading, I don't, don't think we got a story in here, but we're going to have, I think soon enough, we're going to have some clubs and things up in here. Um, after the election cycle goes through. Yeah, it's just we'll wearing up. off now, man. The whole craziness of it is wearing off. So I think they were starting to yeah, just Yeah, until get somebody it. tries to tie, you know, another thing. Somebody's going to eat an edible and do some crazy shit, and they're crazy anyway before they ate the edible, and then they're going to say, ask marijuana. doesn't matter. There's you know. too many users, if not users, too many people that have family members or friends or people they respect that use cannabis responsibly. The, you know what? It, that, that you, I hear you. What's, the, the whole crazy church lady thing from, you know, 40 years ago, that's dead and gone, man. It doesn't exist anymore. You know, and it, even the most, you know, staunch Republicans know people that smoke weed. Guys in the military, they're super Republican. Dude, they know plenty of people that smoke weed and they ain't got any problem with it, man. So, like, on both sides of the fence, you know people that's, that, that smoke weed and use it responsibly. That the, this propaganda isn't going to work. Propaganda works when you don't know any, anything. Well... It's crazy how I was, you know, I was just mentioning when we, we talked about, I said, well, it's a news story. Like the two we've had out in Colorado, edibles, uh, was the guy, the kid that jumped or fell, I don't know, off a four-story four balcony and died. And then another was the guy that came home. He had had some edibles earlier in the day or they found a package and he ended up shooting his wife. 
in the head after some argument or whatever, and they tied cannabis into both those, right? Right. Major news stories, heard about it in the news. How much, and I hate doing too many of these comparisons with alcohol, how much crazy-ass shit happens daily, especially on the weekends, with alcohol, like insane shit that never makes the news, ever, you know, because it's like, what, 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 that's expected. Hey, guess what this guy did down in, uh, at this bar last night, wasted in downtown Denver. I could tell you six of the craziest stories, and you'd be like, I'm not surprised, man. Dude was a waste. You know what I mean? But that shit doesn't ever make the news. If the guy was on Edible, and he, you know, did this, this, that, or the other thing, um, it doesn't always make the news, but sometimes it definitely does. And it's kind of interesting how they pick and choose, or I guess it's if, you know, you catch those stories. I really don't know in life how much news doesn't make the news. I'm assuming quite a bit. Oh, fuck uh, yeah, but, man. Fuck yeah. Only shit makes the news they can sell something on. Yeah, true. I thought, are you sure every <laughs> single incident doesn't make the news? I am thinking anyway. it's about the crazy shit I've seen. On, like, I was at Woodstock 94, and I mean, psychedelics everywhere. Tripped out people everywhere. Not a problem. We went over to the, they call it A camp, you know, the alcohol side. And within five minutes, man, <laughs> I seen this just zonked out chick try to beat her, like, skinhead boyfriend up with the biggest tree branch I've ever seen, man. Like a 12-foot one, man. I was like, dude, this is insane. These people are crazy. And, uh, yeah, alcohol makes you crazy, man. It can. It can. Too much. Too much alcohol will make you crazy. Yeah, a little bit is, that's what I mean, man. It's all about moderation. If you can, uh, you know, if you're not looking to always achieve, you know, escapism, you know, getting zonked. If you're just looking for a buzz, <laughs> man, you can use those you're tools, not, man. You can use alcohol. You don't want to look. To do what I've done at one time at uh, back in the day, you do the float trips, man. Go out in the, the river in the Midwest, smaller rivers where you're just floating along, nothing real dangerous. And the you know, whole point is to take out multiple 30 packs, float on the river all day, get wasted, and just, you know, say yeehaw. And then at the end of the night, be around the campfire. You don't want to, you don't want to get so drunk that you say, I am beer. I was caught <laughs> saying that one time. I, I just stood up around the fire and I'm like, I am beer. Is that, is that drunk? <laughs> That's what that is? I mean, that was just, yeah, a bit much. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. All you got right. a new story here on the Attorney General that you're talking about. Admits. The U.S. Attorney General admits. Admit it. Pot is admit not, it. Not a gateway drug. Yeah, man. So if he admits that. Uh, it's a she. That he that, is a she. We... To she? Yes, Loretta, okay, Loretta she, If she admits that, shouldn't she be directing? Because the DEA has on their list, I believe, one of the reasons it's Schedule 1 is due for its high, um, may lead to other drugs or its high potential for abuse, I think. I don't know if how much the the U.S. Attorney General ties into controlling our recommendations to the DEA, but let's you know get this shit funny? moving. I got this mentor that's a really smart guy, and uh, when I first came to Colorado in 2009 I asked him if he was interested and he goes no and I go why not man and he goes because sometimes the head of the snake you know doesn't know where the tail is you know it's, and it's still the snake you know he said it in this really profound like eastern way you know that maybe I was like oh okay I get it but the truth is man you, you know this is the government's of this big long winding snake and you know it doesn't just that the head is one place and the tail is another place does it make any sense? <laughs> yes. Does it make, well, did you hear where she said this? At, uh, yeah, she was speaking to a high school students. Opioid Epidemic Awareness Week. So she's in Kentucky, mm -hmm. and she Which said that. Which is the ground um, zero for, like, Oxycontin abuse and 
just terrible. It's it's really bad what goes on there. There's a lot of heroin going on now because they start with pain pills. Yeah, I mean, she, and then she told that's what she said. She said uh, to tell you know she contended that marijuana's role in the nation's conversation about drug abuse and addiction is overstated, and that she told I believe the students that prescription drug abuse, not pot is the most important factor leading to hard drugs like heroin. I talk, I talk man, to my kids that, about I, that shit big time. I mean, I've heard people that I got uh, my kid confused, li- man. What? Go ahead. I was just going to say, man, you got to tell them because there's these Oxy-80s. They take one of those things, and especially you split it in half. I think they're supposed to be time-released or something. So if you split them in half, man, they freaking kill you. They kill you, kill you. Half a pill. Yeah, I would – because, I mean, obviously with the developing, you know – brain right now i was just, you know 11 year old i do tell him look you know you don't he, he, he might catch me out in the garage or somewhere doing he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm using cannabis you know maybe i'm taking a one hit or whatever and i explain to him and he kind of looks at me i'm like trust me i'm not doing anything to myself my like, cannabis is not bad for you it's bad for you you have a developing brain if you want to try it at a certain point in your life fine talk to me but it's not bad for you i wouldn't do stuff so i've always taught him pills i'm like dude you're gonna get offered pills at parties you're gonna get offered pills here kids might try and sell pills pills are bad and i've been teaching him this for like the past three years right even though he's he's only 11 but still he's about to get into seventh grade and that shit so he's seeing me come home the other day i came home from vitamin cottage and i got uh i, I was getting on a kick with um, I think as you call them, different amino acids, as well as, uh, I ended up buying like four or five bottles of pills. All right. And he saw me get them out one morning and he's like, dad, why are you taking so many pills, man? <laughs> like just assuming it's weird, all man. pills That's are bad. Natural. It's not natural. So I've, I've fear mongered him into all pills are bad. I'm like, Aiden, these are vitamins, bro. These are vitamins. So you were going to be all right. They don't do but, anything, uh, Aiden. Yeah, it it was just kind of funny, but I want him to be afraid of pills. Like you said, shit can kill you. Um, I'm not nearly as concerned, of course, if he wants to try cannabis versus pills. And it seems like, the, like they said, the potential for abuse there with opiates and, and stuff is just so huge. Oh, absolutely, because so. that's one of those things. Cannabis is one of those things that you smoke a little bit, and maybe you smoke a ton that day, and you're like, I don't even think, I don't even feel high anymore. I don't know what the fuck's going on, you know? You can smoke as much as you want, and you're just going to get to a certain level after a while. But you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning, and if you wake and bake, you get nice and high. It's a nice, this is like this, your, your, your cannabinoid system, endocannabinoid system, resets itself very quickly. Uh, that's a little lot different than these opioids, you know, where you're like, oh, man, I used to love taking, come on, man, the Guns N' Roses. I used to do a little, but the little didn't, didn't ugh, I used to do a little, but the little didn't do it, so the little got more and more. I mean, that's the classic, you know, it started that with Guns N' Roses? And then it's a whole one, and then I'm fucking on heroin. It's crazy. That's totally, that's Axl Rose's lyric, man. Yeah, how's he been doing the past 20 years, man? Flattened, loaded? <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty funny. I think he's all still trying to tour and play. I don't know. But they said here, you're right, Kentucky's got a lot of, one of the most seriously affected states, up to 1,000 deaths a year, according to the report. Um, and they have alarming increase of 137% increase, and this is nationwide, I believe, between 2000 and 2014, um, and Obama ending this article, think, the Obama administration. Well, just, just think about C- that really quick, man. Why? Why that happens? Because they're broke as shit up there. Um, all of a sudden, Auntie gets her leg amputated for diabetes or something like that, and they start giving her fucking really serious painkillers, the kind of shit that you can sell for 60 or $80 a piece and that can replace heroin. 
all of a sudden the guy's stealing his Annie's painkillers or whatever, and there's a whole, you know, doctors are getting in on the, you know, on the scam, and there's, you know, it becomes a pill mill place, and I mean, I could totally understand why that would happen, not to mention if not a lot of work or not a lot of jobs where you're at, I mean, I'm sure, you know, going and staring at the lake on heroin is probably all right, you know? <laughs> Man, Yeah. Well, they're trying to fight it with the Obama administration seeking $1.1 billion in new funding to fight opiate abuse and for treatment of care addicts. But big pharma industry has put up $2.6 billion. To, no, I'm just kidding. When you see that, so they're like, oh, the president is only putting up $1.1 bill. Hey, guys, let's throw uh, twice that, $2.2 billion Jesus. to uh, battle the president's uh, fight in the opiate crisis. You know, that's what they do in politics. Yeah. I mean, they anyway. could put billions and billions of dollars into this shit, man. All right, that's uh, I, I'm just yeah. I, I hope we're not beating it to death with this today. We had a bit of opiate talk on the show, but I am curious to see what happens. There's no easy win, man. The more you regulate it, the more people are going to go to other shit, and that's heroin. And now that you've taken away freaking kratom, uh, and we're going to find something else, and you're going to take that away. It's just just ridiculous. I do love the idea of being able to go into a store and buy super high quality pot. You know, to be able to go into a store and buy a, an eighty percent THC. Uh, concentrate and to go in and dab that i think that gives people a real fucking buzz man you go from zero to 120 lickety split and i think that can replace things you know uh, you know i'm not saying if you're already physically addicted to opiates you're going to be able to get off them with that but it might keep somebody from reaching for that no well, you said high-quality cannabis. Why don't we just have it so, like, I don't... What's the problem with going to a new store and being able to buy high-quality uh, heroin that you know is clean and good and you know how much to because use? it's disgusting. Why do I care about that? I want that. You do? Not for me, but for the people that need it. Uh, you could have somebody actually making, people you know, a proper dose. get off it, man. You know, I don't know, man. I can't identify with that shit. I just can't identify with it, bro. You know, I hear you. I mean, hard it, me, it's man. hard for me, too. But I, my gut's saying we're going to have a lot less problem um, when you can just go into a store. We can eliminate the said, black market. I'm thinking and, of that kid that uh, was you know, six years old and his uh, mom died of a blood clot. And then his dad died of an overdose a week later. Like, how do you fucking tell that guy that he just went to the store and bought government heroin? <laughs> you know, maybe he wouldn't have died if he had that option. You know, I don't know. It would have to be regulated a certain certain way. I hear you, but it seems like it might be a bit cleaner. Yeah, if that didn't you know, happen, you know, we wouldn't have Starbucks. Okay, man? So just, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means the All world right, is fucking let's move on. Weird, let's man. move on. Hey, speaking of the world is weird, that's a decent Legalize segue. everything. There's the t-shirt. What's up? There's a decent segue, man, because check this out. I found, I'm surprised you didn't put this one on. This is from High Times, and it says, Police, four men escape after being enslaved on California pot farm. Interesting. Enslaved, yeah, huh? Yeah, two women. This is, dude, this... Yeah. And then they went to the uh, police? This says two women have been arrested on charges of holding four brothers captive at an illegal marijuana farm in Northern California, forcing them to do sexual... I mean, to work for six months, police say, Wednesday. Wow, man. What'd you just say before that? Forcing them to do sexual? No, I was what? thinking of my TV show. I'm sorry. Jose the men ran this. away <laughs> in July from the secluded pot growing operation in the small Sierra Nevada mountain range town of West Point after overhearing they would be killed after the harvest. Huh. Jeez, a cool 
plot twist just happened there, man. I like this, man. Now there's some tension. Huh. Sorry, I had to go. That link was dead for me, but I got it pulled up now. It's titled Women Accused. Did you cover these? Did you, this is women holding men as slaves? All right. All right. I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm, I'm I not turning the channel that on yet, there. Hey, I got a picture here of two pretty uh, tough-looking women. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to. <laughs> on dudegrows.com, it has no pictures, man. So your just imagination can just run wild, boys. And girls. Interesting. That is crazy. Hey, hey guys, by the way, both. after we harvest, we're going to kill you. Just keep on working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, how does that work? I don't know, man, you know? Dude, I got to tell you, I went to... Uh, my farm one time and my best worker just took off and you know they, they, the move is they'll leave their cell phone because it's company property and they take off you know because you know this is their way of taking a vacation and sure enough man the cops came to visit me i was smoking a joint i swear to god man and a cop pulled up i put it out walked up I, there's no reason for a cop to come out to my farm and walked up to me and he goes hey man have you seen your uh, your worker because uh, the rumor around town is you killed them. <laughs> what? Yes. I just got to town that week, you know. I guess rumors are weird around town. Some of them have no validity. And I just was like, uh, no, I don't think so, man. I don't think I killed him. Is that the weirdest thing for a cop <laughs> to say to you? That is very yeah, odd, man. for sure. On weed? Uh, interesting. You killed him on weed. Yeah, man. But uh, it was pretty, pretty interesting. to put it. Straight back into prohibition makes you kill your farm workers. Makes man, that's black people want to go crazy with the jazz musicians, is man. Is, man. Isn't that part of prohibition? It makes these black guys turn into crazy musicians and have sex with white women. Oh, man, don't anyway. get into reefer madness now. Yeah, it's, it's just so unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, All right. It's entertaining. Anyway, so. I thought that story was just interesting. I really don't want to know too many of the details, man. As far as I'm concerned, there's a bunch of, there's a whole supermodel cult. That went crazy. Supermodel cult. Yeah, that sound nice. It does. How do I join? <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. Supermodels, man, I'm not into it. Right. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm not into that body style necessarily. I'm not into the uh, the makeup, the thinness, the blah, whatever. Right. It sounds like a pain in the butt. Go ahead. What's the news? It does next? sound like about a pain the in the wreck? butt. I will say that, man. I just wanted to touch on this really quick. We, you know. We keep ourselves ignorant. I'm not even going to say deliberately. Just I need to, to sit down with someone and have a conversation with someone I respect uh, and trust about uh, the California legalization. It says, big new California poll shows massive support for legalization. Uh, a new poll for California Public Policy Institute uh, from the blah, blah, blah. For 64 puts uh, uh, approval at a solid 60%. Uh, from 1,700 likely voters. So op opposition votes trailed at 36%. So it looks like it's, you know, from what the polls are saying, and who knows what the fuck, you know, 1,700 likely voters. Uh, who, who knows what that really means? Hey, man, yeah. you're going to vote? Yeah. Likely. <laughs> likely to. <laughs> so any, anyway, but uh, just interesting. You think it's going to pass then? Is have, that what you're saying? Have, I, yeah, that's what they're saying. But have you... Uh, thought about it would you vote yes or no what do you think hmm, from what i know so far i mean it's an um, imperfect bill you know it's an imperfect law but it makes it legal 
You know, I, I hate to go to California and not be able to get weed because I don't have a med card. I got to pull favors when I go I think there. the only thing I don't like about it, um, and there's probably plenty more for you people listening. You can educate us, make comments on this post for sure. But is I don't know if this is a fact, but how does it affect the medical growers? How does it affect my current medical situation? If I'm right. growing this many plants... I'm doing all this. I don't want that shit to be reverted. I think and what changed. they were saying is like there's some because there's so many gray areas right now. There's a lot of people that are getting away with growing some plants, you know, uh, with without having uh, there's it's very gray where you know there's a lot of medical patients. What is it? I think 36 plants some people are growing right now, and uh, this is going to make it very ironclad. Six plant. I think it's the same as. I'm not sure. I really don't have my facts, but it lowers the plant count significantly. I don't know if it's six. Yeah, or that's six my only concern is what it does to plant count and things for people that are already medically established under 215. It uh, would be my only main concern so far. As far as the politics with it, there are huge growers, billions of dollars going into California. Everybody's trying to figure out their place to get their piece. Uh, some of that's some BS, but. Um, the, the other rules they wrote in, they have the same ones here in Colorado where, oh, if you have possession of more than this, they can, they, they still, they still have these penalties. Um, so they still have some penalties, uh, for being over like your plant count, this and that, but like, like it is here in Colorado, unless you're a sore thumb or really being a dick or, you know, the wrong, I don't know. I won't say no, the wrong people, but typically a lot of that stuff isn't, I don't see enforced fully as far as some of the little side laws that people in Cali didn't like, but they're going to leave them all in there. I mean, they got to feel like they have some control still. It's not like, here, do anything you want. So I'd probably vote yes for it without knowing more about medical restrictions it might impose. Yeah, it's hard to so vote against legalization. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just trying to make everything uh, better, and it's never going to be perfect the first time. It'd be nice if it could be, but there's just too many different people in on it, too many different very, too many different needs for what people are wanting. But once so. you open it up to recreational you know, purchases, I think that it, that money just gets so addictive that, and and then you don't have a lot of the problems with it. It's not like I remember in Fort Lauderdale spring break back in the '80s, they were addicted to that money, all the tourist dollars and everything. But uh, it was a fucking mess, you know, people puking all over the place, car crashes, just a fucking mess, man. So it wasn't worth it, you know. I think this is something where yeah. they're gonna, it's gonna come in and they're gonna go, hey, you know what? This has been really cool having this dispensary over here, this recreational dispensary on 16th Street Mall. Man, we get normal dads coming in here and buying a gram of wax and uh, and loading their pen with it and going on their way. This is great. You know, it's not it's not some yeah. kind of cesspool. You know, the way that it, you know, the church ladies would have you thinking it is. Uh, I love the church lady. <laughs> what is she? What is she used to say, man? Is Dana Carvey. Name? Isn't that well, special? Of course, Satan. Satan. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, so we got. Is that it? Is that a show? Did you cover uh, no, everything? I got one or two Anymore? more, man. I'll, I'll make them quick, bro. But uh, this was just one that I saw. But it says, Texas truck wreck leads to discovery of $2.2 million in marijuana. and uh, Or 400 pounds. Is that what they said? Yeah, man. Yeah. 400 pounds found in the bed of a pickup truck. Dude, this guy gets the balls the size of Church Bells Awards right here, man. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. So I, yeah, yeah very, I don't know. I just found that interesting, man. 
found in the bed the texas department i wonder if it's just just hanging out yeah back and there. i mean then what, they get been... in, in a uh in a crash and it just go all over the place i'm putting this in my tv show too <laughs> this is gonna be one of your characters this guy this guy man you know fuck it man fuck bagging it up just pack it in the truck boys yeah balls no, to the walls he could have had it hidden one way or another and just flipped or rolled or got shit, you know, spread out. I think, you know, it depends on, depends on how you're doing it. I don't know how hard the Highway Patrol, I presume, is cracking down pretty good. They got their own system for uh, indicators or whatever. Um, but, yeah, definitely interesting. Interesting, man. Fuck the indicators, man. We're going to floor it. Well, I wouldn't even be in a I'd have, I don't know. It's like I said, I don't have balls that big. I wouldn't want to be driving cannabis around, but, like, if I did, I'd like want a professional Hollywood makeup artist to turn me into like a pregnant woman in her early thirties <laughs> and like just change like totally not me. I'm not a guy. Just even being a guy, boom, right there. The one more strike against me. Is this guy taking marijuana? Anyway. Legalize it, Texas. Hey, you know what? Check this out, man. Last story I got, PBS travel guru Rick Steves touring Massachusetts in support of marijuana legalization. I put this one on because Rick Steves looks as square as square can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> he does. He's not from... Where is he from, dude? I'm not going to rag him out, man. But he's just super, super middle America. And this guy was always kind of known, man. Hey, he smokes weed, man. He's an advocate for legalization. He's been for a long time. And it's super cool. That's, that's kind of what I mean where you've got people like this. It's not just like your hippie friend or your, you know, your whatever. Uh it's real people, smart people, people you respect that are like, wow, man, that guy uses cannabis. He's not a drinker. You know, he uses cannabis, though, and uh, he you know, seems to have a great life. I, I really think we're seeing so many of these, and I think Rick, Rick Steves is one of these guys that's really breaking the stereotype. So I thought it was kind of neat, man. So he's uh, just going to support... Uh, Tra- he's traveling, been doing a political thing uh, in support of the pro marijuana ballot question. Man, I wonder if he'd come on our show. Huh? Probably. Yeah, he's, you know what, man? Cool Maybe I'll ask him what up. he thinks about California. He goes, I don't know. I'm from uh, where the hell is he from? Massachusetts. <laughs> I have no idea where he's from. But anyway, I just thought it was neat. We talk about breaking the stoner stereotype a lot, and uh, I, I feel like these guys. Guys like this are doing it, and you know, there's thousands and thousands of these, uh, hundreds, millions of these people in our communities, and every day they're legitimate businessmen walking and getting their breakfast and leaving a nice, generous tip, or even just being nice enough to commute, you know, being aware enough and present enough to be a nice member of your community. You know, when I walk into uh, get my coffee, I try to at least communicate with people, make sure that, I, you know, we both know we're alive, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing that as a cannabis user, people are going to say, you know, think about the opposite, you know, a super belligerent drunk guy ordering a slice of pizza late at night, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I want to be the exact yeah. opposite of that, man, the caring you know, person that's, Hey man, you know, I'm very aware and sensitive and, uh, and enjoying this moment in time, man. Maybe you need to dress up a little too instead of always wearing your goofy t-shirts like Rick Steves. He's got a you know jacket and a and a dress shirt on here. No tie. Yeah, you're right, man. Glasses. Maybe I you should. You started change, to wear glasses man. again. Maybe I can start wearing a suit, man. Oh, tuxedo. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, be yourself, man. Stay fucking true. I wear those goofy shirts because they make me laugh. You know, they make me smile. 
try and keep it real. Yesterday was the first day of fall. I have no excuses for summertime anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I'll try and get it down, guys. Thanks for <laughs> hanging out for this week in cannabis. Don't forget the official product of the show. I always like to drop. If you don't know, then you have not been listening. Recharge. If you guys need to pimp your garden, go over to realgrowers.com or check it out on Amazon. Get it prime if you want it. Absolutely. Um, search Real Growers Recharge. And like I said, that is the uh, one of the best ways to support the show and have a noticeable difference. I swear, a noticeable difference in your garden. Yeah, man. We, so. I take that for granted these days, man, because Recharge is a no-brainer. You know, anyone that uses it is always coming back. So, and I, I only got my formulator to thank for that. Thank God there's guys that are going to school and keep going back to school and just keep on studying, Not being a fool, and experimenting, and just, just and, and thankfully, these guys are looking for at, at nature. This guy, my my, my formulator's a, a, a he, he's into nature, you know, not chemicals, and it makes just it's yeah. amazing, man. So I'm I'm very lucky to. Uh, just to have that product and to be a part of it right on we'll take it easy it's friday have a good weekend everybody stay high and uh tell your friends your neighbors and uh i mean i guess that's not about the dude grow show might not be too apical you go to your neighbor and you know they don't need have anything to do with cannabis what <laughs> you're talking about man just crank the songs man be like hey that guy listens to music i've heard of but seems like it's all about <laughs> weed i don't get it Yep. Yeah, I like it. All right, take it easy, guys. Take her easy, dude.